0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode. I forgot which podcast. High. I forgot what podcast <laughs> oh. we were uh, recording. It's the power half hour on the Jittery Monkey podcast. I. This is the third day in a row that I've recorded podcasts and I have two more to record tonight. So bear with me, folks. Uh, we could talk comic books. We could talk vintage television. We could talk Nebraska football. I'm not entirely sure which episode or or what show it is I'm recording. I think that's the co-host on the West Coast uh, looking dashing. He's got a haircut since the last time I saw him. He looks fantastic. Uh, Ladies, eat your heart out because he's taken. So, Chad Smart, good seeing you again.
1: Good. Good to talk to you again, Greg. I thought you paused because I leaned back in my chair and it creaked. And I thought you were like, well, why was that creak? That's why I said that was my back popping because I'm old and my bones crack. And as you can tell, tell from listening, I still have the nasal sinus issues that I had on the last episode. So,
0: well, it's I'm been a, a long time probably. since we recorded that last episode. Yeah. Um, it, it but I speaking, mean, I of, almost forgot that we did a show. Speaking of being old. Uh, I go up and down my stairs in my house, which, I mean, you've you've been in my house. You know where the stairs are. I take them one at a time. And it's always, you know, if you're going down the stairs, you lead with your bad leg. If you're going up the stairs, you lead with your good leg. And if I have to take them, you know, like walking normally where one foot in front of the other, uh, my right knee always gives out. Uh, I'm going to probably have surgery on this knee. I'm going to say. Before I'm 45, Chad. Before I'm 45. All right.
1: Or you can just get one of those little seats that you could ride up the stairs and hope you don't have any gremlins attack.
0: <laughs> the, the The real dream, the hope for the future, is to be in a house where I don't have to go up and down stairs to get to and from my bedroom. So that's later. Fu- future house goals. Future house goals be have my bedroom uh-huh. on the main floor. Not That's not an escalator. I think the I think the new house idea is a lot cheaper than trying to put an escalator or, or elevator in this house.
1: I yeah. remember an escalator can never be broken. It can only be stairs. But my future house goals are to probably never own a house.
0: Really? Yeah. Why do you say that?
1: Homeownership is fun. Uh, yeah, but given the location of where I live. Fair. Um, Unless these podcasts really start taking off and we get some sponsors in here. I just, you know, I I checked my bank account the other day. I I already had to take, you know, go spend $60,000 on a Tesla because that's what the government told me to do to avoid high gas prices. I really don't see myself having a million dollars for a house. Chad, let's be real. You didn't buy a Tesla. No, I looked up Tesla concert tickets, but they're not playing anywhere near me. But those, <laughs> I, those are the only Teslas that I would buy.
0: I, I felt uh, while I didn't know exactly where you were headed with that, I was confident that you, you'd bring some 80s music into it. And, and that's sort of what we're going to talk about on this episode of the Power Half Hour. We're going back back in time. Uh, Chad, where are you leading us today? Well, you know,
1: because I like listening to podcasts that are more successful than ours, trying to figure out how to become a successful podcast.
0: Hold on. Are you saying that there are podcasts that are more successful than ours?
1: Yes. And I have found the secret as to why.
0: Is it less me and more of anything else? Anybody else?
1: No, it's you become a celebrity and then you do a podcast. That podcast is, is popular. So... We have to figure out how to become celebrities, and then these podcasts will really take off. But we will never become celebrities until these podcasts really take off. Just like we will never have an awesome video until we get Eddie Van Halen. Mm. But we're never going to get Eddie Van Halen.
0: Well, so what you're saying is we're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. We're just doing this for fun and, you know, for S&G's. S's and G's, I like it. You know what else I like along with S's and G's, B and G's, biscuits yeah,
1: and gravy. Those are good too. Which, depending where you get them from, can lead to the S's and maybe not the G's. But, <laughs> ah, there's the G. Anyway, back <laughs> on
0: topic. Take us there, Chad. Take uh, us there.
1: Yeah, I I have started listening to the Pod Meets World podcast. Which is hosted by Danielle Fischel, uh, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedle. Oh, who, if three you, of the four. They, three of the four. If you are uh, up on your '90s TV, they are three of the actors from Boy Meets World, hence Pod Meets World. That's and they are very doing a rewatch name. through. They're doing a rewatch through the series, but then they also bring on guests. Uh, it, it seems like they're. I just started watching the show this past week or listening to the show. And it seems like their format is one episode will be a guest person who has relation to the show. And then they talk and then the next one will be, they watch an episode and discuss it. Um, And so I've been going back rewatching along with we're only, I'm only up to the third episode, but boy meets world for me is probably if I had to say, what is my favorite TV show of all time? It might be Boy Meets World because it is the only, when I purged my DVD collection, it is the only TV show that I kept. Uh, so I have the full series on DVD. And um, I, I just, going back and rewatching the show, you know, a few years ago when I did it, and even now watching it, I'm just like, this show holds up so well. Although in the third episode, as they mentioned on Meets World, there are some maybe sexist or, um, You know, some comments that you couldn't make today that are kind of dated. And and in the second episode, they all have water guns at school and they're like, Oh, did anybody else, you know, feel a little uncomfortable even though there were water guns in school? And I'm like to myself, I'm like, No, because they're water guns and I don't have kids in school, so it doesn't That issue doesn't come up. But anyway, Greg, I wanted to talk to you about Boy Meets World, because I don't know if you are a fan of the show, if you ever watched the show. But you are more, you know, when we started this podcast, it was to look at events through two generational gaps. And you are more in the age group of the cast, the stars of Boy Meets World. So I figured this should be right up your alley. And... It was on Friday nights. And I know you weren't doing anything on Friday nights, but sitting at home. So, (laughs) Uh,
0: you know what? You're very right. Not only was it on uh, Friday nights, but it was on TGIF. Back in the 90s, you could say, thank God it's Friday. But I think, you know, now you got to say, thank goodness it's Friday. Uh, And I was on board for a whole string, a whole slew. Of TGIF shows, Home Improvement used to be on TGIF. Family Matters was on Ew. TGIF. Step Ew. by step, Home Improvement was on Tuesdays. It started. It was on Fridays originally.
1: Oh. I'll look this up. I'm you fact, fact check. check you in fact time. check me.
0: I like it. Uh, but step by step, um as, as I mentioned, uh, Family Matters, other show, Perfect Strangers started was on TGIF yeah. back in the day. So, I am intimately familiar not, not 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 erotically, but I am intimately familiar with uh the Boy Meets World. It was, you know, it came out in 1993. I was, you know, if, if it was typical television season, meaning it started in September or something like that, I was 11. So I was I I was Corey Matthews you know a little 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 weird little geeky had one cool friend uh like the cute girl when she got cute not so much when she was weird uh no uh, Topanga's a delight um but i you know i remember even as a kid they, they did they tackled serious issues um and uh, you know the the bullying and the teasing and the the uh, racial uh slurs there was the one where eric brought home uh the girl who i believe was maybe korean something i mean i i, I don't know we but she got called names at the mall and it was the episode where uh Corey thought he could be a better teacher than mr feeney and uh so he he was he basically called uh sean uh a, a slur on primetime family television and there because they were discussing Anne frank and and what it would be to be a, a marginalized teenager um and you know, like yeah things you things i think we tiptoe around now uh rather than just having like this is wrong You know, uh, I I remember hanging with Mr. Cooper had had an episode on gun violence, you know, like like gang related gun gun violence. Um, I think one of the one of the uh, guest stars or one of the guest characters on the show was was victim of a drive by or something like that. You know, they it was a lot of funny haha, but they also, you know, tried teaching some lessons here and there. True. I agree. Yeah, you
1: know, we had the very special episodes of the 80s and, and into the 90s, which we don't have so much these days. But uh, real quick, just for uh, the people playing at home, Home Improvement premiered on Tuesdays, moved to Wednesdays for two seasons, or actually uh two and a half seasons, and then back to Tuesdays to finish its run.
0: You, so, you fact check me?
1: I fact check you, yes. Because uh, I, I remember TGI Friday, like you said, step by step. Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, um, Boy Meets World, and then a bunch of shows that never made it past one season, for better or for worse. But uh, going back to Boy Meets World, yes, it. I think what what I like about the show is, and and what you know the Pod Meets World podcast talks about is that it was a show that was smartly written for its audience. It wasn't typical st- sitcom high jinx, you know, or, or like low f- hanging fruit, which is, again, on the start of the third episode, they're like, Oh, this is, you know, this is very sitcom which we never really did, you know, as it was still finding its, its footing, but it dealt with issues in a relatable and almost realistic way, you know, and yes, in 30 minutes, they're going to solve the problems and things are going to be great. And I'm, I'm waiting for, when they get into the later seasons, when Eric becomes really stupid and yeah. Ben becomes a 90 year old Jewish guy, like what the reasoning behind the scenes were for that. But, but yeah, I think, and, and what they have talked about in the early episodes is the, you know, the characters of Mr. Feeney and the dad and how they complement each other as characters, but also as actors, what, like what they learn from and how they, you know, Bill Daniels, who played Mr. Feeney, um, he was coming off being Kit in Knight Rider. So, you know, he has his pedigree. That's correct, of, Michael. Of solid. Yes. Uh, but he was also on St. Elsewhere at the same time. And he'd been, you know, on Broadway. And he was a very uh, professional actor. And so he brought the, he ta- you know, they talked about how they, he taught them how to be professional actors and, you know, show up, be ready. On time, you know, something that I think a lot of actors probably could learn a lesson from today, as for Miller. Um, and then we, but I think the show itself is just, you know, a great, um, I don't know, it holds up. 30 years later, watching again, it just really, there's something about the show. And, and maybe it's the fact that, you know, Vader is going to come on as. Ethan Suppley's father in a couple of seasons and maybe it's that wrestling connection that really holds, uh, holds, holds a bond for me. But no, I think Boy Meets World, if you have not watched it lately, if you have never watched it, it's available on Disney plus, not a sponsor. And I say, go back and rewatch it. You have kids now, you know, your oldest is maybe a little still a little young for the show, but, in a few years, I would say you should watch the show with him.
0: I don't disagree. I, I I it it is I it it's a show that I grew up with maybe more than any other show. Um mm-hmm. because yeah, home improvement was a good family show and and I was probably the age of one of the sons, but that was focused on dad, right? And what I like you know, What we really, I think, since The Simpsons, and and I may be wrong on this, so call me out. We have had just time after time of like oafish, buffoonish dads, Mm -hmm. and Mr. Matthews was not neither of those. He was a consummate family man. He worked. You know, they they quite honestly had the. The storyline where he he worked he was like a, a assistant manager at the grocery store or something and then he got his dream of owning the the sporting goods store you know the uh he got talked you know talked into i don't even know if they it was a purchase but uh you know i remember very you know coming back to me or certain aspects of that episode where the guy's like here are the keys it's all yours, lock it up, you know, when, when you go home type of thing. The, the guy who had ran it for however many years was old and tired and ready to go, and he saw the passion that uh, uh, what was Mr. Matthew's name? Alan. Thank you. Uh, Alan and um, uh, Oh, Amy. Eric. Uh, Eric. Eric had as a father-son for the store, and, and Amy and Morgan, um, and you know, so he said, This you guys are, are the, the types of guys, you know, who have a passion for this type of place. I mean, it was it, dad didn't come off as a goof, and it's one of the few. I mean, uh, Carl Winslow was not a goof, uh, but it's really, I mean, the those are the exceptions to the rule in the post Homer Simpson era. I think,
1: no, I agree with you that, yes. So that is a trope of sitcoms now, is that the, the men are stupid, women are smarter. And, you know, there there could be arguments made for, for that in some regard. However, when that becomes your only characteristic of a character, it, you know, whereas Boy Meets World has well-rounded three-dimensional figures, at least for the first season. And then, like I said, when... I don't know what happened with Eric, how he went from the smooth kind of charming ladies man to plays with squirrels, but (laughs) yeah. Uh, But, you know, in that same regard, and you mentioned that you grew up with Boy Meets World because you were that age. And I'm trying to think of what shows I had growing up in my, that I could have grown up with the characters. And I guess for me, it would have been Who's the Boss? It would have been um, for
0: you, it would have been, well, well, yeah, for you, who's the boss? For Kevin, it would have been the original Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the Mickey Mouse show with like Annette Futicello and, and uh, you know, got to go back to the 50s.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to go radio
0: programs, but. <laughs> uh, see, uh, I'm nice, Kevin, who probably doesn't listen.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah. So, and I, you know, I think Growing Pains, I think Mike Seaver would have been a little bit older than me at that time. He would have been in high school where I was still in junior high. So,
0: Ben would have been, I think that relatability.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, technically, I was in college when Boy Meets World was on the air. However, much like you, I wasn't doing anything on Friday nights. So, I was watching TGI Friday as well.
0: You want to know something fun? Quick, quick sidebar. I wasn't doing anything on Saturday nights either because I used to be home. Like Dad had his rocker recliner. Mom had her spot on the couch. I had my spot on the other chair. My sister would be out boozing or whatever. Uh, and I used to sit every Saturday night and watch Walker, Texas Ranger with my folks.
1: Do you watch the new version? No. Oh.
0: Sorry, Jared Padalecki.
1: Yeah. Yes. 82 seasons of Supernatural should have been enough for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think in regards to what we're kind of discussing here is that relatability, you know, and I don't know why I relate too much, so much to um, Boy Meets World, but it it is just something, you know, if you go to the Positive Cynicism uh, Facebook page, which does still exist, even though it hasn't been updated in, um, over a year because I just really not good at social media. I should probably hire a social media manager, but our, you know, my banner headline or banner picture is Mr. Feeney saying, you know, do good. And that was the last advice that he gave the three main characters in their classroom is, you know, he says, you know, do good. And Topanga says, don't you mean do well? See how that is the grammatically correct version. And he's like, no, do good. And I think that, you know, there's something in that regard that just resonates. Um, And I think we could, you know, all use a little bit more Mr. Feeney wisdom in our lives.
0: No, I completely agree. Uh, There was something about having him, you know, following a lot. First, he was their teacher and then, you know, he was teacher and uh, slash principal. And then he was dean at the college but always having that that guiding voice like a little bit Jiminy Cricket you know what I mean
1: yeah because he's also short
0: and he wears nice clothes yes
1: yeah he's very tailored he's uh and and I did not you mentioned the dean uh actually when they went to college he was a teacher and the dean that they brought in was his real life wife I didn't know that. Um, but I, I did not know this. I did not know this until recently. And they were on an episode of Pod Meets World. They have been married for seventy-one years.
0: Seventy? I'm, I'm not even seventy-one years old.
1: I know. <laughs> so that <laughs> is, uh, you know, i i i don't I don't think I'd do anything in my life for seventy-one years. Much less stay married to somebody. I
0: mean it better figure
1: it out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point it's, you know, unless we I find that uh Ponce de Leon fountain of youth,
0: that's not gonna happen. So Well, I've been married over thirteen years, Chad. Hmm. And let me tell you, they've not all been you know, patches of daisies, but we get through, you know, we got, you know, like every relationship we have, uh, our, our high moments and our lower moments, but, uh, you power through by the grace of God, go I. And hopefully good communication
1: and not a lot of resentment. Yeah. And I agree completely. And she lets you go do your podcasts and you just, uh, let her, I don't know what she does. So (laughs) she
0: goes to bed early every night. Uh, so then i go to podcast. avoid you
1: yeah
0: yeah she does she does that it's to get away from me and to get some sleep but mostly to get away from me yeah. um so you after after the uh boy meets world talk yeah you you had a couple other places you wanted to take us
1: i did so uh yeah i think i, as I was just basically saying like boy meets world I think one of the best sitcoms television shows it holds up watch it uh if you're you know looking for a podcast i recommend the pod meets world podcast it's very entertaining and getting the insight into uh the behind the scenes show especially since um none of the three actors are well uh, will friddle still does a lot of voice acting but Ryder Strong and Danielle Fishel have both moved into the directing world of directing sitcoms, and um, and and Ryder Strong is also a writer, and and not? So it's well, who would have thought uh, Ryder Strong would be a writer? <laughs> 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 hey, it's it's better than what he could have been with that name. He and Magic, Magic Johnson both threw, threw away perfectly good adult entertainment names, but yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh chad but before we went on the air we were talking you know about this topic and, and other shows from our youth and i brought up the show kids incorporated which you looked up and said this looks familiar but you don't remember the show um it is the show that launched the career of mario lopez as we were discussing even though he had no lines on the show he was the show was about a band of kids who were a band and they would play the local soda shop, you know, every day after school and do cover song. They performed cover songs of hit songs at the time. So hence probably why it's never going to be released on DVD or streaming because music rights would probably prevent it now. However, it did feature uh, I think throughout the majority of the, of the run of the show, it featured a young Stacy Ferguson who we would come to know and, Either love or hate as Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas and the Fergalicious fame. Uh, The first season also featured uh, the artist Martika, who had a hit song, Toy Soldiers, in the 80s. And the later seasons featured a young Love Hewitt, who we all
0: know now as Jennifer Love Hewitt. Interesting. I, I like how when they decided, how can we shorten her name? They didn't make it like Jennifer Hewitt, which I think would have made the most sense. It would have been, well, let's drop the Jennifer. Let's drop the normal name. We'll just call her love. It's kind of like peekaboo street. Did she drop her name? No, I mean, the, it's just a random name. I, I remember this story from well, winter Olympics of years gone by where like, I think she admitted in the interview or something that, uh, uh, her parents were kind of hippies and they didn't really give her a name. And they looked out and saw that they lived on Peekaboo street. And said, okay, I guess that's her name. Oh, interesting.
1: Did not know that. Um, well, kind of tangently onto this. If you know the actress, Thora Birch, who was in American beauty, uh, ghost world, some other movies, when she started as a young child actress, she just went by Thora. Yeah. As if you only need one name in this crazy world. That never works.
0: Anyway, oh, here we go. Uh, Fact checking myself. Her parents decided yeah. to let Peekaboo choose her own name when she was old enough. So for the first two years of her life, she was called baby girl or little girl. At age three, she was required to have a name in order to get a passport. She was named after a nearby village of Peekaboo. Oh. So I was I was close, but also not. <sighs> Kids or parents
1: letting kids make decisions. What that, that that can never go wrong.
0: Nope. No. What what could possibly nope. happen?
1: Uh, anyway, uh, getting back to kids incorporated. The reason I brought up the story I was going to tell you is again, these, they performed hit songs in on their little stage performance at the malt shop. And as a kid, you know, I enjoyed the songs that they were doing because it was all eighties music, primarily eighties music. You know, they would dip into the seventies and, and sixties and occasionally. And there's one episode where they're backstage and they see a wings where um, they see a Beatles poster. And they're like, who are these guys with Paul McCartney? You know, <laughs> like, Oh, he was in a band before wings. Um, but I, I did not catch it um, as a kid, but looking back now it is kind of cringe They perform the song Physical, made popular by Olivia Newton-John. May she rest in peace. We lost her way too early, you know, recently. Um, Come around October, we'll be aware of breast cancer again, and we can move on. But anyway, if you are familiar with the song Physical, not really a kid's song. So they had to change a few of the more risque lyrics. And you can find a a performance on YouTube and and I just, you know, it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, who's yes. Physical was a popular song, but who thought that this was a good idea for, you know, for a bunch of kids to be singing about getting physical.
0: All right. I, I I am familiar aware of the song physical, but I think like most people, the only parts of the song that I know are the, let's get physical like yes. the hook right uh yeah. the first the first verse is i'm saying all the things that i know you'll like making good conversation i gotta handle you just right you know what i mean i took you to an uh intimate restaurant then to a suggestive movie there's nothing left to talk about unless it's horizontally
1: yes wow wow yeah and i the only line i can remember that they changed is instead of suggestive movie i think it's a i took you to a comedy
0: movie i would say that they should probably change the horizontally part too but we're gonna i'm sure they did i'm I'm sure they did i'm gonna find that clip and i'm gonna put it on the facebook page uh for for fun uh so okay uh, power half hour on facebook make sure that you throw that a like folks
1: Yeah, I, I remember they, do, they did the same thing with the Mickey Mouse Club in the early '90s as well. Um, when they did "Opposites Attract" by Paula Abdul as a music video, they changed. I don't like, uh, I don't like cigarettes, and I like to smoke. And it's like I don't like comedies, and I like to joke or something like that.
0: Huh. Uh, I, I mean, Kids Bop is all about just kids covering other yeah. pop songs. Or right? I mean, how would that be different than Kids Incorporated? If except they probably already have the rights, I suppose.
1: Probably in today's yeah they you know when you sign the contract for yeah when you sign a contract today for performances it probably includes media distribution mm-hmm. that kids incorporated when not but we're out of time so I'm going to go. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.